Follow the light. The light is your guide. I am controller of planet X. Me three. And I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. King Ghidorah, take me to your leader. Put the claim that he's not no snake like me neither. They need to take a breather. He's been rhyming longer than Sigmund the Sea Creature. Been on Saturday feature. Pleased to meet ya, and came to wake you up out the deep sleeper like he needed to stop before he caught the knee drop. Even give you more sick, sick than ZZ top. Well, full bears thou shalt not more corner. Future like one more step to y'all's corner. So poor, rich, drunk if you wanna. When he's spitting that. Hello, hello, people. What is going on? Welcome to the Room Prime podcast. It's your host, Room Prime, of course. And of course, today's day is June 6, 2022. Funny, uh, today's date, um, you have 6 and 6, and you have 2022, which 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 2 equals 6. I can do math. Yay for me. But it's kind of ominous off-putting but hey that's just a little uh trivia right there and by the way this is being recorded on monday like i mentioned june 6 2022 so this will be up at the latest uh tomorrow morning the tuesday so june the 7th by the way and i greatly appreciate all of y'all listening to this and by the way how you can listen to this podcast is iTunes, Google. If uh I mean I don't know, Google, Google Podcasts to me is just like uh but you know I have an Android phone. I, I've you know listened to some podcasts on there and it's okay. Um I don't know if they changed it but I know for sure like my my go to's are Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But if, uh, again, you have your choice, and choice is good. Too much choice is no good. You got to have a right balance of choices. But, yeah, uh, we have Google, we have Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we have Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and our home, Red Circle, the home of the Room Prime Podcast. And, boy, uh, last week has kicked my ass so much so that Normally, the podcast will be out on Monday, which is today, and I will record them Sunday, which is yesterday, but I wasn't unable to, um, just adulting, getting things done, sleeping. I slept so much. Um, that's how tired I was from this week's, this past week's work week. But we're here, and especially with the work week I had, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that that's behind me and you know we can start a new week fresh but last week wasn't all bad because we got the verdict uh for the johnny depp amber Heard defamation trial that's been going on uh for six weeks and i'll be talking about that and my thoughts and some little funny and ironic uh you know i love me some irony and we have, of course, um, 
I haven't watched the whole documentary, but I will be watching it pretty soon. Getting my review. There's so many things I gotta watch. I gotta watch Top Gun, Maverick. Uh, I gotta watch uh, Ricky Gervais's Netflix special, and I gotta watch this documentary that's been getting people's panties in a bunch. Uh, what is a woman? Uh, by Matt Walsh. So I'll be watching that. Oh, and the boys. I gotta watch the boys season three. Um, like the season looks pretty good. The last season, not so good. But I do like the actors and you know in the TV show. Uh, min- minus the main character because he just doesn't, just does nothing. Um, my opinion. Again, my opinion. If you feel differently, it's okay. But it's my opinion. So, what else? Um, but yeah. You can follow this podcast on my personal Twitter, Mr. Room Prime. Also, the podcast Twitter account, Room Prime Media. And not on Instagram. Like, I should be. I got to update that. This is why a lot of content creators have someone that manages their social media, that, that edits their videos, uploads them. Because just doing this solo, it, it's a, a nightmare. It's not, it's not enough time, not enough hours in the day to handle multiple social media accounts, to, to upload weekly or hell, even daily, to edit stuff, to promote stuff. It's, it ain't easy. And... Again, I always say to those who want to get into some kind of content creation, if you do it right, if you do it smart, then you don't have to worry. You still got to put in the work, but it'll be less hassle. And, you know, speaking of, you know, speaking of doing the thing, um, it could be anything. It could be podcasting, streaming, it could be playing musical instruments. You just got to do the thing. At the end of the day, you never know how good or how bad you might be if you don't do the thing. Pursue your passions, pursue your dreams. And if it's for you, cool. And of course, it takes time. You're not going to get things right the first time. Just look at, <laughs> look at uh, going back to my early episodes pretty rough like i didn't have the equipment that i have now my microphone was uh, it was a snowball i was using a macbook pro uh intel macbook pro because now we have the the m1 uh notebooks from apple and they're like better better optimized and and yeah i i did not know much about audio i was nervous I said, um, and, uh, like I kept doing that and it's through time and I'm still trying to get better at just everything I'm doing. I'm, I'm no expert. I'm no, uh, uh, grand wizard of, of podcasting, but I am better than, than I was, you know, way back when in 2019, that's for sure. But. The whole point is to improve, to get better. 
And yeah, we again we're we're here and it's all because of you guys. And I want to continue to get better at this. And how you get better and what you want to do is just by constantly doing it, learning from your mistakes, accepting that, hey, I'm not gonna get it all right right away. But it's okay. It's all right. Because what what they say is true. No shame in being wrong. No shame in not knowing. Because just because you don't know something at the moment doesn't mean you can't learn it. And, you know, be a little wiser. And that's fine. It's no wrong with admitting I don't know. Because the worst thing you can say is, yeah, I know, I know. And trust me, my mom was just, she flipped out (laughs) when I used to say I know. And, you know, you never, t- you know, back talk to, you know, you know, to your mom or your father or your, you know, your elders, you know, you never do that. N- never back talk. Always show respect. And, um, yeah, that's, that's just, that's just my advice. My, my golden advice for the day is just to do the thing and just get better at it. Don't. Feel ashamed that you're not going to get it right right away. It's just all about putting effort to continue to do the thing. Let's see. So that being said, with that being said here, um, shout outs. Shout out Juriari, the Juriari Show, and the Wrestling Soup Network. Shout outs to the Layer of the Four Kings and the Discord and uh, the Four Kings themselves. Rome himself, follow your dreams, Cosmic Kaiser 6, and Super Freak 187. And of course, everyone that's on the on that server. We I had a, a good time talking with the fellas on Saturday night. Needed that after uh the crazy week I had. Even though Saturday was smooth, but still like just those those last two days. Uh, the, the two days before that was just crazy. Um, yeah, shout out to them. Great community. And also, I want to give another shout out. Um, found this, uh, this other Discord community. And it's ran by a pretty, pretty nice lady, uh, Mrs. Snowden. No, not, not that Snowden. Not that. Um, Edward Snowden. I mean, at least I, I don't think so. But shout outs to uh, Mrs. Snowden. She is a content creator on Twitch and I think on TikTok as well. And I've joined her her Discord. Very nice. I like it. Feel welcome. A lot of people on there. It's, it gets really packed on there but uh but yeah her she has a lot of just fun energy and it and it helps that she's from uh she's from the south she has that nice uh southern accent kind of reminds me of rogue it's funny other people like a lot of people love the accent me included but uh it's just like with me and my voice when I listen back to my voice, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not not a fan. But there are a lot of people who say, yeah, 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 cool sounding voice. 
So it's kind of weird when people say, not surprising, but it's kind of like, wow, like really? Um, when they don't like how their voice sounds and, you know, recording, but hey, it's just perception. Like it's, it's cool. And I like to go, uh, to like, I always want to visit New Orleans because the food, you know, the, 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 the vibe, the culture and the South has some great hospitality. I'll tell you that much. So we're, you know, hopefully that that's somewhere I will go one day soon on vacation. But besides all that, um, one more shout out, shout out to uh, the Fillmore Boys podcast. You got Floyd and Omari, uh, those two boys from Fillmore, Brooklyn, to be exact. And I'm glad that they're still doing their thing. They got a lot of merch. A lot of merch, which I think, do I have, do you even have my merch up? Of course, I don't have my, I don't have my merch up here. Guess we can pull it up very quick. Pull it up really quick here. see we'll share really quick and go on with the show because it's something i want to talk about there's a lot a lot of some things i want to talk about all right so right here so even though it's summer and wearing a hoodie is is uh it equivocates uh to being a psychopath we also have t-shirts which i recommend Get the tri blend tea. It was very comfortable. It breathes, so you can wear it during the summer. It's not heavy. Uh, it's not heavy cotton like a lot of regular, uh, you know, the regular like t-shirts, like the regular tees. You know, right here you got my other logo, which I think this is just a regular, a classic tee. Yeah, this is a classic tee, and. So many different colors. Got the pink, you got the black. Can't go wrong with black, but it's summertime. So you don't want to be wearing dark colors. Because you know, when you wear dark colors, uh sun traps got the sun gets trapped because of you know the dark colors. Versus when you wear light colors, it reflects it back. So you feel cold in the summer. So that that's just you know, some advice, some advice from, from Room Prime. And you got stickers, you got, you know, again, premium tees, phone cases, you got a, another sticker here. But, I mean, listen, get yourself a fucking hoodie now so that way in the winter you're, you're you know, you're covered, you know? And, yeah, that that's basically my merch. So just search for uh, Room Prime TV or room prime experience and don't worry i have that on i have the link in the in the description of this podcast anyways but yeah just check out my merch you know hell even as a sticker i'll be happy because it shows that you're supporting the, the podcast and it'd be cool for people to you know wear my face swear you know wear my face on them it'll be cool 
pretty cool buy. I do love, uh, I do love um, this one here. I love the room prime. This is what my podcast used to be called uh, back in, you know, back in the day. I love this. But you can't go wrong with the with the circular logo. All right. But yeah, uh definitely support uh Teespring. Um get my merch if if you ever so desire. And yeah, we'll we will we will get on with the show. So one one thing that I came across Twitter is a tweet from uh, one of the lawyers that's been covering so many cases, so many uh, uh, trials, and that is uh, Ricardo Law. And Ricardo Law has been also covering the Johnny Depp trial, and it's concluded, by the way, as of last week, Tuesday. I think last week, Tuesday, Wednesday, but one of those days. And, yeah, he had... A tweet, and I'm gonna share right now. Share the screen right here. Let me do actually. Let me just get rid of my face. Let's <laughs> get rid of the face. Um, so, right here, we are expected to raise boys who honor the integrity and dignity of women. Why aren't we expected to raise girls who honor the dignity and integrity of men? It's a good question, and my response was, and which I'm, I'm. This is a good question he asks that he asks, and I said, it's a double standard set up by those that don't want to deal with with accountability and responsibility. And the reason why I say that is because, again, you can, you see this with Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, the fact that, and during the whole trial, she was refusing to. Uh, put some blame on her, on herself, to be accountable for her faults during the relationship, and also the fact that she's narcissistic and she's a and sociopath, and that she had pleasure and you know abusing Johnny Depp, you know, and all the while Johnny Depp he said, yeah, listen, wasn't perfect. You know, I'm not a saint, but, you know, here right now, you know, at the trial, he brought up many instances where, yeah, I, I fucked up. I, I shouldn't have done this, but he never did. And the evidence is there. He never abused Amber Heard. It was the opposite. And, of course, you had people, you had people defending Amber Heard, like, still, it just shows that um, um, a blonde woman do have some some power still. I mean, blondes know how to have fun, but I mean, never known of blondes taking a shit in someone's bed. Anyway, um, going back to to this, it is a double standard. Just because we're taught to respect women, their integrity, dignity, right? You got to believe all women look at Amber Heard. Even when they lie, 
after the trial, Amber Heard was Amber Heard's PR team was in in over, running overtime, just running at, at, at eleven speed because they were still trying to put the narrative out there that she's innocent when the evidence shows that yeah, you're lying to the crap. No pun intended. I think her her turd that she dropped on Johnny Depp's bed is more truthful than Amber Heard herself, which is saying a lot. Um, we're taught to believe all women, respect all women, even even when they lie. And we need to value the fact that they can harbor life, that they can birth life, they can create life. But they also taught that, yeah, we can, you know, whenever we don't feel like it, we can just, you know, because if the, the, the fetus, the baby is an inconvenience, we just flush it out. And now on the flip side, now you have men becoming women and competing in women's sports. And then that's not for them, you know, they support this because they don't want to be called bigoted or, or transfer or whatever. So they go along with it. So all the while they're trying to fight for for their right, you know, for women's rights, they're basically giving the keys to the kingdom. They're basically leading in their own destruction. They're harboring their death. Like they're basically stabbing themselves. They're, they're stabbing, they're plunging a knife into their own bodies. But yeah, we still got to respect women. We still got to believe all women. We still got to uh we gotta teach boys that yeah integrity dignity you know women have that we need to acknowledge that but not the other way around and it's just crazy to me that all the time women they've been they've been taught to through living's you know through feminism through the women's liberation movement which was a way to get the woman out of the household into the workforce so that way state can have more control of you know your children. And so that way also to consume because if women are working, then they make money and then they could buy more products. That's the other thing. And then now you have feminism. Now you have uh, these gender studies. You have uh, all these genders. You have... Just to just uh, homeschool your kids because the stuff that they be teaching kids in in these schools and universities is just all Marxist, all communist crap. It's all feelings, all genders of social constructs. So I can I can be I can have thirteen different genders and they they all they're all inside me. It's just creepy. It's it just. I feel like all this is a cry for help, but that's another topic for another day. But yeah, we're taught to we're taught to respect women, all this stuff, but yet they don't respect themselves. They they show instances of self hate, but yet we still gotta uh, accept them. Like for example, you see women. 
especially on these dating apps, say, oh, I want a man that's that that's six feet tall, that makes six figures, house, car, all that, and still have time for me, right? But then you look at their the woman's profile and they're they're very sloppy looking. Um they're nowhere in the peak physical shape or at least attempting to be at their at their physical peak all the while they want the man to be we're taught that you cannot objectify women all the while women can objectify men look at the the recent uh thor love and thunder trailer where you see thor being naked um we're taught that we're taught so many things that we need to do and not do, you know, to women. But yet, when it comes to men, yeah, yeah, it, that doesn't count. They suddenly have amnesia, and it's just proof that we live in a in a in a this double standard world, and because. To to quote this, we live in a society, quote, <laughs> but we do live in a society where we have a lot of double standards. We have a, a lot of unwritten rules that favor, and I'm sorry to say this, it favors a lot of women. The same crime that a man commits, women will get less time or a slap on the wrist in most cases because you're going to have people say, oh, but what about this in most cases, you know? And it's it's just sad to, to sad to, to say because it's true that there's a double standard. It's true that again rules rules for D but not for me. All the while we're taught to respect women when they're allowing they're not now they are, but in the beginning they were going along with this crap, letting uh biological males uh, compete in in women's sports, destroying them, getting just mollywopped, getting pummeled, getting obliterated, all because of diversity. They didn't want to seem like they're bigots. They didn't want to seem like they're they want to be perceived as bigots, you know, transphobes. All the while, by them being diverse, by them being inclusive, they basically destroyed. Their sport, they destroy women's sports, you know. And again, we we gotta respect that. We gotta respect women. We gotta do all these things. All the while, they don't respect themselves, especially modern women. And again, shout outs to shout outs to to women that that honor the dignity and integrity of men. Shout outs to to these women that that do that. Shout outs to to women that respect men and understand that men and women are different. Because we hear that all the time. Oh, men and women are different. Uh, excuse me. Um, uh, Men and women are the same. Men and women are the same. No, they're not. You, your way of thinking, it does not compute with a man. And every time I hear debates or arguments is always I feel I feel like there's always feelings there's never biological fact there's never just the truth not 
my truth, their truth, someone else's truth, the truth from, you know, the person who lives underneath the manhole cover, the truth. You know, and again, all this, um, as well as the abortion talk, this, this is a, a, a hot tamale of a, of a topic, but it's just, it's just crazy to me that I got to respect someone that that's irresponsible with their bodies. And yet, like I mentioned, they don't want to deal with the accountability or responsibility. So instead of saying, hey, let me not get caught up. Let me not get pregnant. Let me be responsible with my body and say my body, my choice. Let me do what needs to be done so that way I don't get caught up in a bad situation. Let me do that. And also let me teach other women to do the same. Nope. It's the men should do this or the men shouldn't be talking about reproductive rights, but we never hear. Yeah, we should, we should teach other women that they need to respect their bodies. They need to respect themselves. They need, they need to find a man that not only respects themselves, but that will respect them. Because all this, all this talk about, oh, we we demand this, demand that. Yeah, you you're not gonna get anywhere if you just pass the buck, if you pass pass the blame, shift blame. You're not gonna get anywhere in life, and and that's what this double standard is. What I mentioned is a double standard set up by those that don't want to deal with accountability and responsibility. It's true, because whenever Something happens, they can just shift the blame. They can just pass the blame, pass the buck. Instead of saying, okay, I fucked up. I need to deal with the consequences. Or better yet, see those who came before you. See those who came before you and try not to do that. Like I know a lot of members of my family got pregnant and they're young. So I'm like, okay, I ain't going to do that. You know, I would love to have children. I would love to have a family, but not right now. You know, not right now. And that's just be that's just me being responsible. And if somewhere to happen where, you know, I bring a child into this world, then I'll deal with the with. I got to be accountable. I got to deal with the consequences. I just wish that more people did that, because the world would be a much better place if we just. Admit, hey, we gotta be. We have. We need to have a little bit more self accountability. But in a world where we can just blame Trump, white supremacy, we can blame other people. We can blame just every fucking entity, every fucking thing. We don't gotta. We have a lot of work to do. But I digress. Um, to just, you know, preface this, just, uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this, all you, you know, beautiful people, just learn to have accountability of your actions, learn to be responsible, have respect for yourself. Don't let others tell you, you know, what to do, how to live. Be responsible. Have accountability for your actions. Never blame other people for your mistakes. 
you know. But it is, it is what it is. Just be be accountable. Just have some respect, have some accountability, and just be responsible. All right. So, what we got here? So, I wanna, I wanna talk about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. So we're gonna talk about CNN, even though like CNN, uh, we're going to quickly, man, quickly talk about this. So legal victories for Johnny Depp after he and Amber Heard found uh, liable for defamation. Let's see, jury has found both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp liable for defamation and their lawsuits against each other. The jury significantly awarded more damages to Depp, a legal win for the actor. Depp sued Heard, his ex-wife, for, for defamation over a 2018 op-ed she wrote for the Washington Post, in which she described herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. Though Depp was not named in the article, he claims that it cost him lucrative acting roles. It did. Uh, Pirate Six. They, even though, from what I heard, the last pirate movie was last few were bad. They still made money because of Johnny Depp. And imagine how much money Pirate Six would have made if it if this didn't happen. She didn't write that article. And to me, during the trial when. You know, Amber Heard had had her experts on saying, "Well, uh, you know, she was the things that Amber did. Amber was accusing Johnny Depp of doing because, of course, let's let's project what I'm doing to someone by saying that they're doing it to me." and the other movie, Fantastic Beasts, even though from what people were telling me, that's terrible. I know it's like a Harry Potter, it's like a spinoff of Harry Potter, but yeah, I'm just interested in the mainline Harry Potter stuff. Not interested in this new stuff. I know Fantastic Beasts has been a thing, but this is not my cup of tea, to be honest. Um, excuse me. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, he lost. He he had so much like all his opportunities just gone, and that's because of that that article. And it's really hard to to prove defamation, but just by all the other stuff, it proved that she's lying. And also, don't forget about her stating that she pledged money to you know to the children's hospital in, in, in la which she didn't she said oh a donation I, I played the clip in the last podcast where um one of uh, johnny Depp's uh lawyers um camille basquez grilled amber heard on on cross regarding that you know the whole donation pledge which they mean two different things by the way folks 
like pledge and donation are not synonymous. When you donate money, you're taking your money, giving it to a charity or or, or whatever or, or a cause. When you pledge, you said that I'm planning on giving it. She never did. And also, we find out now that she's broke, and I'm going to explain why in another article. But let me just read this a little more. Let's see. Where was I? Although Depp was not naming the article, he claims it cost him lucrative acting roles. Heard countersued her ex-husband for defamation over statements Depp's attorney made about her about her abuse claims, which, yeah, Depp got punished there, which, I mean, it's, it's that attorney wasn't Johnny Depp. So it should be the lawyer that has to, has to pay up, not Johnny Depp, but you know, it is what it is. Um, uh, Johnny Depp, the jury award, Depp 10 million in, uh, compensatory damages and $5 million, $5 million in punitive damages. The jury awarded her $2 million in uh, compensatory damages and no money for punitive damages. So that $2 million was for um, the statements that Depp's attorney made about her. So it wasn't Johnny Depp, it was uh, the lawyer in question, which I forgot his name. But yeah, which again, he the one who said it. Johnny Depp shouldn't have to be paying for that. Like, that's someone else's BS. But, you know, regardless, um, Johnny Depp did win. And also, the whole time, uh, Amber Heard's attorneys were talking about freedom of speech and things like that. But it's just, man, like, that... uh, that Elaine, they called it the, the crazy cat lady lawyer. I don't know what she was thinking, but it just seems like she was like that that um that third imposter. You know, when you played uh Among Us and then there's like someone that's playing for the other side for you know, for the imposter, and it's oh, there's a third imposter, and it's like I felt I kind of felt that way during the trial, the course of the trial. Like I felt like she was like legitimately just fucking up the case because she was just going, you know, out of bounds. Uh, she fucked up the the uh, uh, what you call it, um, Rottenborn's uh, closing arguments. And it was good, like it was com- it was comp- uh, uh, competent. So I, I'm not even competent. I, can, I can't even say the word competent. Like he was competent, but she just went in there and just said, "Oh, it'll, you got a good closing argument there. It would be a shame if someone came and fucked it up, and just fucked it up." She did, and you know Camille Camille Vasquez and Ben Chu's um closing arguments for Johnny Depp was very good. And some people were saying, oh well, you know, they're reading off a paper and it's like I mean, they got the point across. 
And during the course of the, of the trial, she showed so much personality and she showed a lot of just, just bite. Like she had a lot of bite with her bark, especially when she was going after Amber Heard and during cross and redirect. And it's like, like why? Like there was people basically uh, criticizing um, Camille Vasquez. And I think because she's a young lawyer, she's a young, uh, young lawyer and she looks good. Let me, let me, I think I have, before I do anything, where is, yep, there you go. Let's find, yes, like, I believe she's, like, in her, it's got to be, like, in her, like, early 30s, like, oh, no. Wow, she's in her late 30s. She doesn't look it. She does not look. She's she does not look like she's 37. She looks like she's at least 30. So that lets you know that, you know, there's a reason why Amber Heard was so combative with uh Camille during redirect and, and cross because the fact that there's someone much, much more attractive, she, Amber hated that. And also the, the, um, the therapist or the, or the psychologist, I'm going to try to look her up right now. Um, they call her Dr. Muffins. Older Dr. Muffins. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh man. Um, <laughs> um, damn. What's her name? Uh, oh, oh my God. Uh, Dr. Sh- Dr. Shannon. Oh, Uh, Dr. Shannon Curry, there we go. Like, she, when she put on the glasses, hold on, let me, I got to share this. And by the way, I will upload this to YouTube, by the way. We're uploading this to YouTube. I got to, I got the other episodes I got to upload as well. I'm probably going to do that tonight. Just, just upload everything. Um, But yeah, this is a, after Shannon Curry and Amber tried to like, like have her hair done like her and dress, dress up like her. It's crazy. Like just the fact that, and this is another photo right here. Oh my God, Jesus. And uh, this, this one right here, she was, um, she was the, uh, the psychologist, or Amber Heard's side. And you can see there's stuff that I read up on her. The fact that she she's just another male-hating feminist. And she's a believe all woman type. And like, yeah, of course. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. 
Um, definitely sounds about right. Uh, it just shows that uh, it's a, a tell. It's just a, a, a tell of two psychologists. You have one that that's not only intelligent but fair. She calls it down the middle. She's not condescending. She's not a bitch. But you have someone here who is looks like she's gonna have or already has cats in her future, or maybe she has a, a cuck of a husband or something. I don't know. And yeah, it, it's just at, during the trial. Actually, he's, he's a better one. He's a better one here. Like, just a tale. And listen, Amber Heard ain't bad looking, but the fact that she shit on a man's bed, uh, slice a dude's finger off with a fucking baka bottle, Um, the fact that in the recordings, she was upset that Johnny Depp would just walk away from confrontation and trying to egg him on so he can hit her, abuse her. It it just shows that the, the, the bloom has come off the rose. The fact that she was playing the victim. So, so let me get this straight. So let's get this straight as a ambulance cop car. No, ambulance passes by. So let me get this straight. So she said that Johnny Depp punched her when I see during the trial, like he had like rings, a bunch of rings on, on his fingers. And excuse me. And and I wear rings. I have like one on on each of my index fingers. And you know when you when you punch someone with bare knuckles, that's going to fucking hurt. But if you punch someone with rings, if, if you punch someone using, you know, while you have rings on, on, on your fingers, it's going to show a bruise, a significant bruise. And for her to say, oh, like he, he punched me, he hit me. And then, and get this, she said that he dragged her across across the room with his glass, right? Also said that Johnny Depp took a, took a wine bottle and penetrated her. And I'm like, okay, if that happened... Those photos would have been immediately showed in trial, but of course they didn't. And she said, "Oh, uh, uh, they didn't let me." It's like, what do you mean they didn't let you? If that was pertinent to the case, if you had that evidence, it would have been showed immediately. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts. And then we would have been seeing Amber Heard being rewarded uh, for damages, but that didn't happen, of course. Because she lied about that. And it was something that uh, uh, 
that the Curry said that Amber basically exaggerated her PTSD claims that you take a a test to see like if you if you have symptoms of uh, post traumatic stress disorder, and she like checked off the box like nearly all the boxes like how blatant can you be if you're gonna lie which i don't recommend doing but if you're gonna lie you show you put that you have some signs or you exhibit some signs not all of them and you see why people from the jump did not believe her story because it just sounds out there it didn't make sense and to me it just it just shows like that that's what fucked up her case because she was constantly lying constantly playing herself as the victim constantly uh exaggerating and being hyperbolic and people saw through that immediately if if a woman was penetrated with a with a bottle is I would have, like, immediately that would have been shown. Photo, like, you would have medical report, you have a police report, you have, you would have had photos of your back, of your upper, lower back. You would have had, you would have had, that would have been front page, but of course, there is none because it didn't happen. And we're going to read. <clears throat> We're going to read um, Johnny Depp's statement. Actually, we'll read Amber Heard's statement. Let's see. That one. Yeah. We're going to read this. Yeah, so we're going to read Amber Heard's statement. The disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I am heartbroken that the amount of evidence that was still not enough to stand up to the disappropriate, uh, disproportionate, disproportionate, disappropriate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. I am even more disappointed with that this verdict means for women. It is a setback. It sets back the clock to a time where a woman who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated it sets back it sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously i believe johnny's attorney succeeded in getting the jury to overlook the key issue of freedom of speech and ignore the evidence that was so conclusive that we won in the uk it's funny during they couldn't bring that up during the trial johnny depp cannot bring up uh johnny depp's team cannot bring up uh things that happen in uk because you know of course you, you you couldn't have forgot the main reason why but of course amber heard's team brought that up he's like wait a minute the other side weren't allowed to bring that up so why you bring that up but again it's just this let's paint this picture where oh my god she's a victim she's a princess it's like 
people are just tired of this me too crap people are tired of the constant line oh we gotta believe all women that we gotta we gotta we gotta constantly uh just we gotta walk on fucking eggshells because oh one day you get canceled lied on and your livelihood taken away and it just seems to me that it's okay for some people to have freedom of speech but not others because you know they love talking about all freedom of speech freedom of speech but yeah you johnny couldn't speak out and and for those who are saying you know i preface this that this isn't a left or right issue this is not democrat republican this is just right and wrong this is morals it's about morality this is about me too which we're sick and tired of but don't get it twisted and let me let me finish this i apologize i'm sad i lost this case but i'm sadder that still uh i'm still i am sadder still that i've seemed not to lost the right that thought as an american to speak freely and openly it's funny you say that because johnny couldn't speak freely because of all the smear the propaganda that that was put in place because of you and that article but when you know you're a sore loser so you want to bring up freedom of speech it's it's kind of ironic that someone that tried to suppress someone else's ability to speak all the way up to the trial that that's when johnny depp finally got the time to to speak and he mentioned it that i i could I, i'm here because i just want to i just want to tell my side he he never had an opportunity all those years to to tell his side you know so it's not a left or right issue this is morality this is right from wrong this is me too people are tired of it that's why so many people including women saw through amber Heard's bullshit and said wait a minute she's trying to play victim she's trying to be in a view spectrum and it's not working she's not speaking for actual abuse victims actual uh, vic- uh women who have been through uh uh, domestic abuse like she's lying she's full of shit and Johnny Depp ain't perfect <laughs> Johnny Depp ain't perfect he's far from perfect but he was able to tell his side and because of that he was Victor so it's just, it's just funny to me it's funny to me that let me go to Yes, this one. It's it's just funny to me that uh, it's it's just pretty wild that she used the freedom of speech card. It's it's funny. It's very quaint. Mm. Let's see. Six years ago, this is Johnny Depp's um statement. Six years ago, my life life of my children the lives of the close those closest to me and also the lives of the people who for many many years have supported me and believed me will forever change in the blink of an eye 
Falsbury serious and criminal allegations were leveled at me via the media, which triggered an endless barrage of hateful content, although no charges were ever brought against me. Freddie has traveled around the world twice within a nanosecond and has been and has had a seismic impact on my life and my career. And six years later, Jerry gave my life back, gave me my life back, and I'm truly humbled. My decision to pursue this case, knowing very well the height of the legal hurdles that I would have would be facing and the inevitable worldwide uh, spectacle, uh, spectacle into my life was only made after considerable thought. From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth regardless of the outcome. Speaking the truth was something that I owed to my children and to all those who have remained steadfast in support of me. I feel at peace knowing that I finally accomplished that. So that's Johnny Depp's statement after the verdict. And yeah. And one thing, don't, and I was, well, was going to say this before, don't get it twisted. The average Joe don't have the ability to fight a defamation case. Johnny Depp had a team of lawyers, so did Amber Heard. But the average Joe that will deal with this similar situation that Johnny Depp had to deal with, most, the average person, the average man won't be able to handle this, won't be able to deal with this because the legal fees are enormous. Like you just go bankrupt before you ever go in the courtroom. So while yeah, it's it's a win for Johnny Depp. I'm happy. We're all happy that he won. He's able to get his get his side of the story told. And again, I'm I'm I was hyped at work when the verdict came out. Like overall, I like mean, a couple of people I work were were hyped because you know we've been covering the trial, you know we've been keeping up with the trial, but I knew in the back of my mind, yeah, like if this was an average person, it wouldn't have this much, this pop and circus and, and, and things like that. But people are starting to get tired of the Me Too, men and women. And this needed to happen because you have um you have so many people that just they just want authenticity. They just tired of all the lies, tired of all the pandering, all the bullshit, all the people trying to be spokespersons or advocates for, you know, for abuse, and then they turn out to be just frauds. They want authenticity, they want real people, they want some honesty, they want truth. People will gravitate towards these things. Because so many instances in the past, I say four or five, six years, it's just been nothing but bullshit. There's so much pandering, so much me too, so much of virtual signaling, all this stuff, all believe all women. So people are tired of it. They just want authenticity. You know, we don't hate women. You know, we just hate lies. We just hate all this, all this foolishness. We're tired. We're tired of the bullshit. People are tired of, of the the fake. You know, people recognize real, and they want authenticity. So, 
you know, I already had my drink Wednesday night on uh, it was a June first when um, when Dep One came back from work and made me uh, I had a whiskey sour, but instead of using whiskey, I just used rum, you know, because hey, you got to use white rum because Puerto Rican white rum is, is the way to go, and plus it's uh, you know, Paris of the Caribbean, right? And you know, gotta use Caribbean rum. So it was only fitting. And man, that that was that was so good. So good to have. Um, but yeah, you know, shout outs to Johnny Depp, shout outs to his uh, legal team as well, Camille Vasquez, uh Ben Shu. Shout outs to it's funny, one thing I'll, I'll mention and I'll move on to the other topics. It's funny that um, Amber Heard only had a handful of people um, in person. I think it was the the psychiatrist, the the bitchy psychiatrist, and her sister. Amber Heard's sister. But Johnny Depp had all these people show up in person. It's funny for someone that's that's an abuser or, or or alleged to be an abuser. He had a lot of support. He had a lot of people show up in person, and there was um I know Kate Moss showed up in the video, but the fact that she had nothing but nice things to say about Johnny Depp, and then she was held she held herself accountable. She she said yeah, like we we were. Just to sum it up. Uh, into a few words like that there was it was just fucking crazy like they were not crazy but they were just he was focused on his career so he didn't give time he didn't give her enough time and she was very bitter about that and this that and the other and they she admitted that even Johnny admitted yeah they, like I I could have been there more for her, but I was focused on my career, you know, like accountability, something that Amber Heard did not show. She did not showcase during the trial. She, she was never accountable. Everyone was lying about her. She was the only one that was telling the truth. She's a victim. Everyone else is out to get her, but you had people that were, uh, for Johnny Depp that was, you know, testifying on behalf of Johnny Depp were were there in person. Nearly everyone was there in person. It's, it's insane. It's insane. But a funny story. Got a funny story here. Um, and we get off the um the Depp and her train. It's one more stop. So Amber Heard gets proposal from Saudi man since all the doors closing on you. <laughs> the the voice note was not published on Instagram account uh before and after KW and has one <laughs> one million uh ooh that that's gotta be a typo. Uh one hundred and fifty six thousand four hundred and one uh views in three days since it was posted. And it was updated today, of course. Uh, days after losing, ah, days after losing, 
uh, a defamation case against U.S. actor Johnny Depp. Amber Heard has received a marriage proposal from a man from Saudi Arabia. Sent to her, sent to her official Instagram account. The man said in a voice note that he he was better than the old man, Johnny Depp. That is, Amber. Since all the doors are closing on you, you have no one except me to take care of you. I noticed that some people hate you, bully you. Therefore, I decide to marry you. May Allah bless us both. You are a blessing, but people don't appreciate that. I am better than that old man, the man said in a voice in a voice note translated by Golf News. And this is the screenshot, whatever. I'm gonna play that. So in Arabic. And okay, on June on June second, US a U.S. jury found both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard liable for defamation, but sided more strongly with the Pirates of the Caribbean star. Following intense trial writing, writing on Bill Lee contested allegations of domestic abuse, a six-week trial which had the world's attention was centered around an op-ed Amber Heard has written for the New York Post. Fuck the New York Post, by the way. Uh, where she had described herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse, although she did not name Johnny Depp in the piece, he sued her for implying he was the abuser seeking fifty million, fifty million dollars in damages. So yeah, basically someone. Ooh, that's not a flattering photo. This one is her profile picture is, but this one no, not that much. Um. So basically, she went from shitting the bed to possibly getting shitted on because you know that that what they say about uh, about when you go to Saudi Arabia that they'll they they will pay <laughs> they'll they'll pay beautiful women money to to you know to be shitted on and. I mean, I thought I was just a fuck a fucking joke a while back, but it's actually true. It'll be Saudi, you know, uh, dudes from Saudi Arabia uh, flying women out there to get shitted on. So remember, remember, folks, don't don't feel intimidated by by women because you know they, they bleed. You know they they fart they 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 take dumps and they get dumped on in some cases. So don't don't feel intimidated at the end of the day because they're just like us. But I mean, I mean I don't. The only dump I take is on. Oh, excuse me. The only dump I take is in the toilet. I don't uh, I don't drop a deuce on people just. That's not my thing. That's not my culture. But if you know people do that, that's on you. And make sure that yeah, a lot of fiber. That's what I'm saying. So you know this. I mean, this is funny news, but it is it is kind of fitting. I mean, listen, I'm like I don't wish Amber Heard death. I don't wish her any ill will, but I just cannot stand someone that's just lied every twist and turn. 
she turned out to be a liar. Everything she said was untruthful. In many instances, she was basically trying to get Johnny to not only to hit her, but to harm himself. Because is with people like this, they have so many issues with themselves. And they love dishing out pain on people. And it just shows during the trial. It's funny, during the whole trial, she was showing pictures of, of Johnny just passed out, you know, on on a chair, on a couch. All these things, all these videos of him. But never did she show actual proof of abuse that he allegedly did. It's just all these other things. He showed all these pictures, but you didn't show the ones that matter. But you're mad about the fact that, yeah, we didn't get freedom of speech. It's kind of it's ironic. It's kind of funny when you think about it. But, yeah, let's get off this train because I want to talk about I want to talk about some fighting games. Let's talk about some fighting games here. And of course, we got to go to Bounding into Comics. I like Bounding into Comics. Like, I I source their stuff from time to time. I know there's people that say, oh, this garbage, but it's... I'm just tired of like I well, like I was saying, people want authenticity. We're tired of the the mainstream media bias. We're tired of the constant, uh, you know, flip flop of the people telling us uh, what to think, how to think. And they're, and they're upset that just uh, lawyers, um, average people on YouTube doing more numbers and getting more money than the legacy dinosaur media. By the way, that's something that I didn't get to talk about. But that's why they hate grassroots uh, media. That's why they hate journalists because the, the actual people in their homes with their webcams on, with, with you know webcam, camera, uh, with their microphones turned on on YouTube, they hate the fact that someone with just a small setup in, in their houses are making more money than those who have who who, who work in a multi million dollar studio and in a news studio, CNN and, and such, uh, Young Turks and such. But let's talk about some Street Fighter. Kotaku writer Ian Walker falsely claims Street Fighter VI will feature series' first playable black woman. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. And the latest example of how identity politics only serves to erase history and denigrate true accomplishments. Kotaku writer, and listen, fuck Kotaku. I'm going to say this right now. Fuck Kotaku. And this is going to go into into something that I know is about modern uh, mainstream journalists. This I'm going to talk about that 
in a second. <clears throat> Let's see. Kotaku writer Ian Walker has falsely asserted that Capcom's upcoming Street Fighter VI will feature the series' first playable black woman, despite the fact that the actual first rep of this demographic was fully established 25 years earlier. On June 2nd, as, uh, as part of a place, part of PlayStation's June 2022 State of Play event, Capcom unveiled their latest trailer for Street Fighter VI, cautiously anticipating next proper entry into the genre defining fighting game series. Cautiously anticipated because we were hyped and anticipating, um, excuse me, Street Fighter V, and it looked great. The game looked fucking beautiful. But then when it came out, the game was unfinished, it had a lot of issues, and we were we were told to pay full price for it. And then all the stuff later on be added via DLC. And the first few seasons were bad. But towards the end of the, the game's life cycle, it got better. But by then, it was like too late because the game just has so many issues. But... Uh, moving on, unfortunately for Capcom, nearing near uh, immediately after the trailer premiered, the game's uh, the game's apparent full roster leaked online. Which we're gonna we're gonna look at that. We're gonna look at that. And of course, that's a way back machine. Uh, nice, nice still. Still of uh, Chun Li's uh, cheeks there. In addition to giving uh, their fans first proper look at the new appearances of this series returning cast, uh, Ryu, Ken, Zangief, Dawson, uh, E Honda, Blanca, Gao, Chun Li, Kami, DJ, Rashid, Jury, Ed, and Akuma. These supposed leaks also reveal the upcoming debut of six new world warriors. Aside from the previously revealed Luke and Jamie, the drunken fist master who debuted in the state of play trailer, these new challenges include challenges include Italian MMA brawler uh, Marissa, French judo fighter Marin, Mexican weapon welder a wielder Lily, Russian mysterious gentleman JP, American. Seemingly guy inspired ninja Kimberly and Chinese fan fatale Aoki. Reporting on these four leaks for Kotaku, uh, Walker uh, made his apparently, uh, apparently false assertion on June 3rd, writing that aforementioned Kimberly will be the series' first playable black woman. However, as noted, Street Fighter's actual first playable black woman made her debut 25 years ago, hailing from Kenya, the Kaporian using uh, Princess Elena entered into the fighting game's history in 1997, appearing on the core roster Street Fighter 3 New Generation, or Third Strike. Uh, further, Kimberly is not even the second playable black woman to appear in the series as the previous title Street Fighter V and so the introduction of Manat, a soul power studying DLC fighter who held from Egypt. Uh, 
With a wave of pushback over his error, Walker attempted to move the goalposts. Of course, they love moving the goalposts. Writing on June 4th in a series of now-deleted tweets. Oh, you got to love it. The good old tweet and delete because he got, he got ratioed and he, he got just destroyed and good. You you celebrate Street Fighter Six, including the franchise first playable black woman, and suddenly everyone wants to question your your street cred because you forgot about Elena. I've been playing fighting games for almost thirty years. Elena is Kenyan. Kimberly is African American. That's the difference. And then you see the then you see here the the tweet here. The same thing happened every time a black woman used to ask for representation over. Uh, in Overwatch before Sword drawing. Uh, he con- he continues, Sumatra's Indian, Farah is Egyptian. They do not reflect the unique and separate culture of African uh, disparage in America, which rarely receives attention in games. Here's another one. I, I fully expect, I fully expect not, I fully expect I'm not explaining this well enough, and frankly, it's not really my place to act like I'm an expert. But you're, it's your job to be informed on these things because you are a journalist, and then you said that you are, you've been playing fighting games for a long time. Almost 30 years, right? So you should know a good amount if you're writing about this. Let's see. He added, looking at Kotaku piece, which appeared to lack a header image, thus odd is our appearance as a blank square, where a 23-year-old black woman took issue Overwatch's lack of female characters who specifically represented her own her own set of ill-defined experimental criteria. Such wow, very very professional. These other journalists. And if you still don't care, Walker ultimately conclude, please reconsider giving me giving me shit and simply celebrate Street Fighter continues to grow more diverse every game. What you make do what do you make of Walker's claim and blah blah blah. Yeah, so they try to move the goalposts. It's like, oh, Elena's Kenyan and Manat. She's from Egypt. That that's that's not the same. Mind you, these same SJWs, they love saying, Oh, they're black. Oh, this this character oh, this everything is black. Like they try to claim everything as being black, everything as being African. But then when they're when they're told, when they're corrected, it's like, no, 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 no. What I meant to say, because they just love moving the goalposts. It just shows that they're not really an expert on what they're saying. And it just shows, it just shows that, hey, these journalists don't know shit. These gaming journalists don't know shit about what they're talking about, what they're paid to, to know, what they're paid to do. And they hate video games. They hate gamers. They hate these games because they got to inject their own nonsense into things. They got to put their own, they got to put their own 
activism. These a lot of a lot of people in, in this industry, they're cosplaying as gamers, they're cosplaying as gaming journalists, they're activists who are trying to virtual signal because no matter what, they we have black representation, African representation. Oh, it's not enough. It's never enough with these people. They will always find a reason to bitch. They always find a reason to complain. And then when they get corrected, when they get caught in 4K, they they move the goalposts. They pivot back. Then they they do they do the old the good old tweet and delete here because they got caught. They got figured out. Good, fucking good. Good for you. That's what happens when you get exposed. Like I've been a, I've been a, I've been playing fighting games for thirty years. It shows a lot. It definitely shows. Because if you did, you would have known about Elena. And since I hear a lot of, a lot of these hotel, uh, people say, well, Africa, oh, like we're descended from from Africans. We we come from the motherland. We come from Africa. So, you know, you're you're black and, and even even fucking Africans don't wanna claim us African Americans. It's is is insane. And all this talk, yeah, we oh I don't like it here. Let's go back to let's go back to fucking Africa. You're not gonna go over there. You're not gonna fucking go over there. But that's that's to, to just to end the end this um to finish up with this finish up right here. This journalist is a reflection. It just shows that these people in in gaming journalism and even journalism as a whole, they don't get their facts straight. Any opportunity they find to virtual signal, they will. And when they're caught, they move the goalposts because they don't know what they're talking about. They tweet, they say things before thinking about it. They'll try to find a way to inject racism. They try to find a way to inject, you know, the activism. And I know friends of mine who are big fighting game fans and they will just eat this alive. And it's Kotaku, so fuck Kotaku. Just you know, IGNs, Kotaku's, all these other like it's just people in there for the most part. Not everyone, but a good chunk of them. They just cosplaying as journalists. They don't they don't do their research. They don't get their facts straight at all. They don't do their research at all. So any twist and turn, they will try to find a way to insert their 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 politics, their, their identity politics. They try to all this all this stuff. And they get caught. Oh, I, I meant to say this. Oh, well, if you're gonna give me shit about it, let's just enjoy the fact that this this is diverse. Fuck you. You you're a fake fan, these these fake 
gaming journalists, these gaming journals, they're, they're frauds. And they just cosplaying as gamers, as activists. Excuse me, they cosplaying as journalists, as gamers. All they are is really are activists. All right, so with like a little short on time, a little short on time here. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, what is a woman that clip, but I'm I'm probably gonna save it for. I'm definitely gonna save it for the next episode because I do wanna, I do wanna talk about. This, I do want to talk about this here. Let's see here. All right, so we're going to play this. Go all the way back to the beginning here. And yeah, so, and then this is not good quality. Um... So, this is a gay bar, and you see kids here because there, and there's a a um, there's a, a dancer here who is who who's a man dressed in drag, and we're gonna I'm just gonna play it. Wow, I didn't see that. It's just, to me, when I see this, when I see this, I'm wondering where is the meteor? I know we had a lot of asteroids and and meteors that missed us. Sometimes I wonder why, like why one hasn't hit us because, you know, I don't want to die. Like I want to live, but it's just when you see shit like this, He sees shit like this. It's insane. It's fucking insane. Um, let me go. There's a post that I wanted to share. Where is it here? Where is that photo? Damn, I hope that wasn't. I hope that wasn't deleted. Really hope that was not deleted. Because that will suck. I mean, I have, like, I have the, actually, let's go to, let's see, where is that? Well, let me, let me, yeah, share that, not the the one I wanted to share, but there was one, damn, they might have, they might have actually deleted it, 
that sucks because that really made my point. Um, yeah, that sucks. That sucks. But let me just share. Let me just share this here. So in that video, the sign that was in the back, it's not going to look itself. And then that was another sign somewhere else, maybe somewhere else in the, uh, the neon sign. A child-friendly drag show is being hosted today in Dallas, in Dallas, Texas, at a gay bar. There are two signs on display. It's not going to look itself. I licked it, so it's mine. And like, I've been to, you know, I've been to bars. Um, I've been to some, you know, just heavy metal bars, and those are not for children. Obviously. So what makes you think that a a gay bar is going to be right for children? Right? And listen, like I keep prefacing before. I don't, I'm not against gay people. Like, again, they're people at the end of the day. Sometimes with all this virtual signaling, uh, People perceive gay people as a as another species, but they're people at the end of the day. It's just the difference is that their you know their style, their fashion, and who who they prefer to be in bed with, and that's fine. And they were all people, but when you put children in these environments, first of all, like it's illegal to have fucking kids. It's against law to have. Uh, minors in in bars, but again, all for diversity's sake. And to me, now I'm gonna read the article, a bit of the article um, pertaining about this. I don't want to go too long. Um, I was gonna talk about uh the Matt Walsh um. The, the segment from Matt Walsh's uh, documentary, What is a Woman? But I'm going to talk about that on next week because I do want to watch the movie in full so that way I can get a good understanding and review it. But, yeah, going back to this. And, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have people defend this all, like, it's harmless fun, da da da. Like it's just it's a trend. Like it seems like every year during June, because June is Pride Month. It seems like every year it seems like they try to up the ante of how just what what fucked up thing they could do to you know to children. And to me uh, to me, it, it just shows that they're blatant about it. They don't care. And we allow them to do it. And they're going to keep doing it because we're not saying anything. 
And so last article for the day, drag your kids to pride event in Dallas where children take to the stage to dance with drag queens and thongs. Sparks Fury, but organizers claim that the family-friendly show promotes diversity. Of course it does. Like, yeah, like having kids in a, you know, at a at a gay bar or a bar nonetheless, it, it's diverse. Right. But if that was a woman in there, if that was a, because now we got to say biological, a, a, a woman, biological, female, in there dancing topless of course that would have been that would have been all over the news that would have been just front front and center but of course because it's 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 a man dressed in drag and then it's okay that that's their logic let's see the i don't want to read these because in in the article here a pride month Pride Month event at Dallas Gay Bar inviting children to take to the stage alongside drag queens was met with outrage and encouragement alike all over week all over the weekend. The evening titled Drag the Kids to Pride. Let's drag the kids. It's not it isn't say, hey, let, let's bring your bring the kids to pride. It's drag is the play on words. But still. Uh was held at the Mr. Mr. Gay Nightclub in North Dallas on Saturday morning. The event invited parents to bring their kids along for a morning drag show and featured children dancing alongside men dressed in drag beneath a pink neon sign reading, It's Time to Look Itself. Outraged protesters arrived to pick the event about the show's promoters and participants defending the day as nothing more than an opportunity for people to share their joy about who they are. See, that's the thing. They always, under the guise, always, it's it's just to promote diversity. It's just to show people who they are. Like, yeah, you just, it's, it's not the right setting. It's not the right setting. Oh, crap. Hold on. Forgot to share the screen. And people are saying, what is he reading? What is he reading? Okay, there we go. Um, let's see. So this is what I was reading, by the way. And there's more videos here. Another one right here. Of course, uh, well, this is an adult. Yeah, they, they see. I'm, I'm glad that they, they, um. Blurt out the faces. You have th- this. This is people may say, "Oh, it's harmless," but there's certain settings that kids should not be in. I'm sorry. Like when I'm around, like me personally, when I'm around children, of course I don't curse. I don't. Uh, drink. I don't drink any any liquor when I'm around kids. I don't. I don't curse. I don't. You know, if I'm you know dating someone, I'm not gonna be all like touchy and all that because it's a time and place, and kids shouldn't be exposed to all that. That's why some of y'all fucked up in the head because y'all y'all around you're around that growing up. 
you were around a lot of sex or around drugs and alcohol and, and all this obscene shit that kids should not be a part of and you wonder why. And, you know, I have, you know, some something called moral, something called, you know, just being self-aware, uh, you know, knowing, hey, time and place, like certain things don't have kids involved in. Certain things don't do in front of kids. Like common sense, but of course, all for diversity's sake. We all gotta do we all gotta do things for diversity when in fact they're trying to just say like how it is, they're trying to groom children. And of course you have people saying, Oh, you hear this all the time. These people saying that they're trying to groom kids. They are like this this many years ago will not happen. This will not fucking happen. The fact that it's going on now is just it shows that yeah, we are um headed towards Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Let's see here, another photo here, another like it's just it's just crazy. So yeah, kids handing out dollar bills. It's like this is not normal behavior. This is not a normal setting for children. It's not. And I saw this, I was like, wow. And of course, always, always during Pride Month, they always try to up the ante how, what fucked up thing they could do. So they're they're saying, they're showing you that even though, oh, we're, we're not grooming your kids, but they are. They're telling you that they're not doing the thing that you know you've seen them do while they're doing it. And then they want to talk about diversity. They want to talk about, oh, we got to be inclusive. No, kids should not be exposed to that. I don't care. Just like kids shouldn't be exposed to to uh, heterosexual couples as well being intimate. Just like kids should not be exposed to homosexual uh, couples being intimate as well. It's just both sides. So kids should not be seeing that so young. Same thing. Uh, kids shouldn't be around alcohol. They shouldn't be around drugs. They shouldn't be around, uh, uh, you know, nudity and things like that, obviously. It's just things that are obvious, but because of culture and how it is now this this push you know to gain it's funny that it is not even about gay pride now they just call it pride pride month and it's more trans non-binary they, they literally pushing the gay out like you see the flag you see that flag right and before it's just the rainbow color okay cool you know it's good to see a rainbow, you know, after it rains and, you know, sun comes out, you have a little rainbow. I like that shit. But you notice they started putting more colors on the pride flag and they're slowly covering up the original pride colors. They're slowly pushing the rainbow. They're covering it up. 
that lets you know something right there. What they're showing you what they're doing in real time without actually telling you words. They're showing you what they're doing. They're showing you what their real intentions are. And soon it's going to be just trans. It's going to be non-binary. It's going to be all this, all this genders. They're going to be doing that. That's all they're going to be doing. And listen, I don't care if you're straight, bi, trans. You're, you're a human being at the end of the day. You're a human being. I don't care who you lay out with. I don't care what you do as long as you're not hurting yourself or other people. And as long as you're not messing around, messing with kids. That's my whole thing. Do your consenting adult. Do things with another consenting adult. Just don't do it to kids. Don't show these kids degeneracy. That's my whole thing. I'm not saying not to be gay, not to be trans, not to have your 51 flavors of genders or well, 31 flavors of genders. But don't put that on kids. Don't expose that to children. And all this is is a cry for help. All this is is just to show, is just to, it's just blatant narcissism. You see this in, in in schools with these teachers coming out to their to their students. Like it's all narcissism. I remember when I was in school, like I thought, you know, when I was younger, I thought students were, uh, at the, excuse me, I thought teachers was just they lived in school, and then when we got there, they were still there. But as I got older, I was like, okay, they, they, people just like us, they, they have a home, you know, this is their job. This is what they do as their job, you know, to teach children, to help children. Well, most of them, you know, especially back in the day. Now, I'm not so sure. Um, for schools, have gotten worse, and that's why I always say homeschool your kids. But never once did I hear. Teachers talk about their sex life. Once, I didn't hear once about them talking about, you know, they may talk about, oh, I, I did this, but then they move on. Because the teachers knew, yeah, y'all don't want to, y'all want to be distracted so that way y'all don't learn, y'all don't, you know, have to do this, this test or do this homework or whatever. Now it's just, yeah. I'm going to interrupt the class. And so instead of y'all learning actual, like actual math or actual, you know, just something you can learn math, writing, reading, science, we're just going to talk about what I did over the weekend with my significant other. I'm going to come out to the class as being gay or, or, or bi or trans or whatever. Like, who cares? Do your job as a teacher. Do your job as an educator. But of course, these people, they are lowered, they're in the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to popularity. So they're not going to, you know, they're, they probably don't have a lot of friends. Is why they they do all this stuff with, with kids because they know that, first of all, they're not going to go anywhere. <laughs> And it's just, just blame narcissism. It's all look at me. It's all about me. It's just a cry for us. In some instances, it's a cry for help. 
you know. But stop doing this to children. Like I want everyone to to be to be happy, be free, to be able to express themselves. However, there's always a time and place. You gotta have an understanding of that you gotta be, you gotta have that understanding. You gotta be responsible, and know okay, I'm not. I shouldn't do this right now. There's a time and place, and accountability goes back to the to the main point of the show. Just have responsibility, have accountability, have an, of have an understanding. Yeah, let's not talk about this let's not do this in front of kids let's not let's not that's my whole point you can be gay queer trans whatever just leave kids alone just leave kids alone you know just do do this with other consenting adults. Don't be doing this to children. Don't be exposing children to this. That's my whole thing at the end of the day. Leave kids the hell alone. That's it. All right, so that being said, oof, ranted. I didn't get, of course, I didn't get to one one story, but I will do that next week. So it's okay. It's okay. So, uh, guys, it's the end of the show. We're taking it home. The train has pulled into the last stop. Our destination, which is the end of the show. If you made it all the way to the end, you are the MVP. Really appreciate it. If you ever feel so inclined, please, 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 please. Ah, talking so long. Um, I was getting tired. Ah. If you ever feel so inclined, please follow me on Twitter, Mr. Ruben Prime. Again, that's twitter.com slash Mr. Ruben Prime. Also, my Twitter account for the podcast, that is Ruben Prime Media. Once again, twitter.com slash Ruben Prime Media. You can follow this podcast on all major digital platforms, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And hopefully mine is one of your favorites. If not, it's cool. All love, all the same. On Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and our home, Red Circle. And let's see again, shout outs. Drew Yari, Leo the Four Kings, Mrs. Snowden, the Film Boys Podcast, and everyone else who's been supporting me. Uh, for the longest and you know we're 102 episodes strong and we're gonna keep going till we reach 150 and 200 and beyond and i want to get to the point where i'm doing this you know more than once a week i'm hoping i can do that very soon and also twitch twitch.tv slash room prime tv as again twitch.tv slash Ruben Prime TV. I'll be streaming on there later on the night. Lord willing. I might play some Resident Evil. But we'll, we'll be on there. 7.30 p.m. EST. 
So that being said, for myself and all of you, I've been Room Prime. Hopefully your work week goes well. And may the weekend come quicker because Lord knows I'm really looking forward to the weekend already or at least until my days off. So that being said, guys, again, I've been Room Prime. Enjoy the rest of the week. Have a shot on me. And peace. Follow the light. The light is your guide. I am controller of planet X. And I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. King Ghidorah, take me to your leader. Quick to claim that he not no snake like me neither. They need to take a breather. He's been rhyming longer than Sigma and the Sea Creature. Been on Saturday feature. Pleased to meet ya. And came to wake you up out the deep sleeper like he needed to stop before he caught the knee drop. Even give you more sick, sick than ZZ top. Well, full bears thou shall not fall corner. Future like one more steps in y'all's corners. So poor rich, front if you wanna. When he's spitting that t-